0: COVID-19. Have you had it? Welcome back to quarantine season. My name is Ella Camacho. I have a special guest here joining me today. What can I say about my guest? Well, first, I've been trying to get her on my podcast for a while, but she never knew what she would even talk about. So I told her, let me know when you're ready. Well, folks, my friend, My sister from another mister of 24 years is now ready and here to talk about having the coronavirus, COVID-19. Are you ready? Cause I'm ready. Let's go. I'll let her introduce herself. Hey. (laughs) You like that intro? (laughs) That was good. I'm,
1: I can barely say hi. Hi. I'm Paola. Yeah, this is great. I'm excited to be here. (laughs)
0: I'm excited to have you. Thanks for joining me. Yeah. OK, so first, how are you doing? I am doing pretty great now
1: that it's been a little bit since I tested positive for COVID-19 and then tested negative again. So I think I'm doing pretty good.
0: Good. And so let me the first question that everyone's been asking, how did you get it?
1: That's actually a great question so my husband works in a restaurant a very busy restaurant even though they wear masks and gloves and you know they get their temperature taken it's a lot of employees that work together on a daily basis and they work for very long periods of time together his shifts are usually from anywhere from five hours to 11 hour shifts so we definitely got it from the restaurant and we know because our friends who are also his co-workers also got it. Pretty much half of the restaurant um, wow. tested positive. So even though I do wear a mask, or a mask uh, when I go to places and I'm generally very careful, um, I wouldn't say I'm like, you know, I wasn't to the point where I wouldn't go certain places. I mean, I, I avoided definitely like certain situations, but at the same time I still I knew we knew that eventually it was inevitable that we were going to get it just because of where he worked. So
0: Wow. Yeah. Okay. So how did you react when you found out?
1: It was actually Father's Day weekend. Oh my
0: God, that's the worst day. (laughs) Sorry.
1: (laughs) Well so it was after Father's Day weekend. So that night, I felt a little weird, but I didn't think anything of it. I just thought, you know, I'm tired. I had stayed up the night, stayed up late the night before. So I kind of blamed it on that. And I actually um, went out to eat with my parents to the restaurant where my husband works. Um, my parents hadn't gone out to eat anywhere, but I convinced them to go to that restaurant that weekend because it was Father's Day and I knew that the restaurant. Well, I thought that the restaurant was taking safety precautions, so I wasn't, I felt comfortable going there, and we did. So Monday, I woke up, and I felt fine, and I got to work where they did take my temperature, and I didn't have a fever. I was perfectly fine, but around 10 o'clock, I got some really strong stomach cramps, kind of like the kind of cramps that you get when maybe you eat something that doesn't sit well with your stomach. Yeah. Um, so... I wasn't feeling my best, and I felt a little weird, and I told one of my coworkers that I was feeling a little off, and she said, you know, just go get tested, peace of mind. So I'm lucky enough to where my employer will test us at work. That's uh, so wonderful. I yeah, I'm really lucky. So I immediately... Um, Texted my husband, and I he had just woken up, you know, because he got home pretty late from work the night before, so it was around 10 o'clock. And he just woke up and he told me that he woke up with a fever. So I was like, Okay, something's off because he never gets sick. I mean, he's really healthy and he never gets a cold or anything because his immune system is really strong. So when he told me he had a fever. I was like, okay, this is not okay. Like there's something going on here. So I asked, I told him to ask his friends or his coworkers if they felt any symptoms. So while he was asking that, I was waiting to get tested. And I got tested and they sent me home just in case, you know, to be cautious. And I still didn't have a fever. I got home, I started feeling kind of tired and just weird. It's kind of hard to explain. But my husband, he was definitely having, like, body aches and chills. And then maybe, like, an hour or two later, he tells me that there's a lot of people in the restaurant that have symptoms that are all basically the same. They all kind of are all sharing the same symptoms. So I kind of knew at that point that...
0: You probably had the coronavirus. Yeah.
1: (laughs) There was was a big chance that I had it. Mm Mm-hmm. So I was calm, uh, I, it just really hadn't sunk in yet. I was home, I ate some soup, just rested a little bit. But the next day when I got my test results, even though I knew that I was probably gonna come out positive, it was still kind of a shock. And I kind of had like a little mental crisis Uh, Um, just a lot of anxiety set in and because you don't know what to expect you don't know how bad it's going to get and yeah that's kind of so that was my reaction really just a lot of anxiety um kind of anger at the same time because I felt that his workplace could have done a better job of informing people that because they knew they knew that there were some people that had already tested positive, really? but because it was a big, mm-hmm, oh but because it gosh. was a big weekend for them, you know Father's Day, they they needed the so people, said, they needed the people to come they in. They needed the people, so they didn't tell anyone that there was a positive case. So in turn, that made me very angry because I put at risk a lot of people that weekend, thinking, not knowing. I mean, I still social distance, but I had dinner with my parents I had gone to the pool with some friends I had lunch with some friends the day before and I didn't know since when I had this because you don't know when symptoms start and you don't know if you're asymptomatic and so there's just a lot of unknown and that really caused a lot of anger and anxiety in me
0: so how do you think your experience was different than others because others i know have been way worse um
1: i'm not sure i well i don't really know a lot of people that have had it um i had some family in new york that had it and i know my aunt she had like a fever for like a week i guess something different or something that i thought was interesting is that my symptoms were not like an all day thing they would come and go throughout the day so it could be like one hour I'm feeling really tired and just groggy and then my body hurts you know very fatigued but then the next hour I feel like I could run a mile and then two hours later again it's something completely different maybe like now my nose is stuffy and I had you know I never got a fever I think my highest temperature was 90 9.8, which technically isn't considered a fever. No,
0: it's a 100.4 I think Mm -hmm. Yeah,
1: Yeah. so I never had a fever my husband did have a fever maybe like the first two days and it was still a low fever and he would take medicine and as soon as he would take medicine, he would break his fever, so that was really good that was, um, you know, something that helped us kind of keep calm, that medicine was helping our symptoms
0: and what are the misconceptions that you think that played out with having the coronavirus?
1: I guess one of the biggest things that really bothered me is that people assume that because you have COVID or you know someone that have COVID, has COVID is that you, you didn't take care of yourself, right? You didn't follow the rules. You didn't social distance. You didn't wear a mask. And, and that to me is very unfair because unfortunately, especially now in Georgia with the cases as high as they are. And if you're currently working, you are going to be at risk. It's just something that is inevitable and will happen. And I think that that's the biggest thing that's really bothersome. And I think that's not fair because although there is people out there that are being irresponsible, unfortunately, especially for essential workers or workers that are called back to work, um, it's inevitable. It's just a matter of time being around so many different people. For example, my husband in the restaurant, even though he wears masks, the customers don't wear masks. And I know on Father's Day weekend, they saw over 3,000 people come in. Wow. So it's just inevitable that it'll happen. And I think that the stigma of hiding or of not wanting to tell people that you have it is rough. Because that creates, it makes it harder to track it. And if people were more open about it and wouldn't feel judged or misunderstood when they tell someone that they've been diagnosed with COVID-19, I think we could do a better job of tracking it down and really tracing who has it and how, how to stop it. If, if this person at the restaurant, the first person who had it, the first employee, would have shared or would have felt good about sharing, other people could have gone tested right away. If I would have known that there was a positive case already in the restaurant, I would have you sure. you you would have not
0: even gone.
1: I wouldn't have gone, and I wouldn't have seen my parents or friends that weekend. Even though when I did see them, we were outside, and thankfully all everyone that I did see the past four or five days before I got tested um, did get tested, and everyone was negative. Thankfully, so I did yeah. not spread it
0: good good so did COVID-19 affect your marriage because both of you having it
1: I don't know that it did I mean it was kind of interesting because we were both sick so we were like okay who takes care of who (laughs) (laughs) so we just kind of did our own thing like I kind of was just taking care of myself and he would take care of himself and then the days where I saw he needed a little more help maybe I would do more like take out the dog or um maybe cook lunch or cook dinner and then the days where I just felt extra tired he would do a little more and just kind of trying to also like keep each other grounded like I know my husband is a very active person he needs to be doing something he's always outside riding his bike or going running or he you know he he has to be doing something and him being stuck at home for so long he was literally going crazy I could
0: imagine and
1: So I had to yeah so I had to kind of reel him back in and be like you know like it's okay like you're just take it as a break and you're gonna be okay because he would get headaches and dizziness and he would get angry that he had these symptoms and I'm like okay it's okay. not gonna last forever it felt like it did but it didn't
0: yeah <laughs> I, yeah it I could imagine I could imagine so how has even just being on in quarantine affected your marriage? Well, in the beginning of quarantine, I think it was great.
1: Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm talking about like in March when, you know, he wasn't working and I was working from home. We started spending a lot of time together, going on really long walks around our neighborhood and talking a lot and spending time. We would cook every day. Uh, something big like a big meal which we never used to do so that was great but then we just kind of got tired and now I mean we still try to do things together but we realize we need our like me time and so we we make a point to give each other that time alone to just kind of regroup and and focus on ourselves
0: that's really good And so, how did it affect you to the worst? Like, at some point, did you guys not like seeing each other at one point?
1: Oh yeah, definitely. I think at one point it's like, okay, just stop, stop, (laughs) like don't, don't talk, just don't talk. (laughs) Just kidding, but um, I mean, I don't think it was that bad, really. Yeah,
0: because I mean, your your marriage is, I mean, it's like, it's like a postcard, a happy (laughs) postcard. Yeah, <laughs> Lisa, It's not perfect. We're not perfect. I know you guys. Okay, I know you guys aren't perfect, but you guys seem to work well together. You you found yeah, each I other's. You you are each other's soulmates. You found each other, and you guys mesh well together. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah, yeah. And um, when will you be going back to work? You think?
1: So I've officially been cleared to go back into work Woo-hoo!
0: next week.
1: Yeah, the last time I was in the office was June 22nd. June so 22nd. It been, it's
0: been over a month.
1: It's been over a month. It was five. It took five weeks for me to test negative again. Uh, for some reason, the coronavirus will last, will stay in people's system longer. My husband tested negative after two and a half weeks, and I kept testing positive again and again. I had a total of like six tests done, and they kept, I think five came back. No, I think i I'm not sure. I lost count at one point, <laughs> but I know that a lot of them came back positive, and then I finally got my two negatives, which is what I needed to be
0: cleared. So how was to go it? Back to how it. was it living with your husband who already got cleared for not having it, and then you have again? Was he like, uh, "Don't get near me"?
1: we we really just kind of kept things the same we didn't really change anything because he had already had it so we assumed he built some antibodies and you know and i i hadn't i wasn't showing symptoms i had stopped showing symptoms i i only had symptoms for about a week and a half so after that they say it's 10 days Plus three without symptoms, you're no longer contagious, is what they believe to be the fact. So even though I was still testing positive, they test for the genetic material. They don't test to see if you're contagious or not. So yeah, we we just kept things the same. And thankfully, he's okay. And I'm okay now. So.
0: Good. So what is one thing you would want to do as soon as quarantine is over?
1: I would well I want to see my family well I did see my family this weekend because I had gotten my negative test already and that's the first thing I did because it had been over a month since I saw them last yeah so that's one thing and I don't know for me it's really not about doing anything because I don't really miss certain things like I'm perfectly fine being at home or going to the park and sitting by the river you know simple things like that but I guess the biggest thing for me was the anxiety of having these positive tests come up again and again and thinking okay if I still have this virus are my symptoms going to come back and are they going to come back worse it was like a trend I would get tested pretty much every Monday and by Monday I get tested and I'm feeling good I'm like oh I don't have any symptoms like I'm good it's going to come back negative and then the next day would come back positive and my anxiety would set in again and then I'm having trouble breathing and I'm, I'm starting to think that every little thing I feel is a symptom coming back and I just would get into this really negative headspace of like, this is never going to go away. What if it gets worse? What if I have pneumonia and I don't even know it? Um, just really negative thoughts. And then by Friday, Saturday, I would start feeling okay again. I'm like, no, it's fine. Like, I'm going to be okay. And then I would get tested again Monday. And it's like the same cycle again.
0: And oh again, my
1: gosh. And again. So, really, the mental toll of it was probably the worst part for me
0: I can imagine yeah I struggle with anxiety too so I can't even imagine how you went through it
1: yeah yeah it was really hard I try to stay away from news and 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 people they don't mean to do harm they don't you know they they really worry about you but it's very hard when you're going through this and you tell someone oh well I'm You know, I have COVID, and then they say, "Oh my goodness, I knew someone that had ten blood clots." And you're just thinking, "Oh, great."
0: So they're trying to (laughs) like that's not scary at all. (laughs) So they're trying to compete with you. I hate when people try to challenge you on things. I don't think I wouldn't see that as a challenge. No, I mean, like, but but you know, you know, you know what I mean? Like, (laughs) oh, well, this person has it worse. You know what I mean? I think that people connect by sharing and
1: I think it was a way of people to connect with me kind of like saying wow I, I know someone that has it too and it just so happens that the person they know has it a little worse I, I don't think they realize the harm in telling you wow you know while you're going through it it's not something you want to think about that yeah. it could it could get worse right because that's, it can all, and, yeah
0: People have died from it. It could get worse. And I'm happy you exactly. didn't die. Shoot. And I have
1: co-workers. And I know people that have gone to the hospital for it. Are on ventilators. And we're very thankful that we had a very mild case. But I would never want to go through it again. But <laughs> Although it was mild. It's, in December, I was actually really, really sick with a really bad cold. That's what they called it. I even went to the hospital. So you
0: probably had they, it now twice then.
1: I don't think it was COVID. I just really get... I get really bad colds every so often it's kind of like my thing where I have to get like an inhaler and cough suppressants and I get like really bad asthma with my colds which is really surprising that with COVID-19 I didn't I got a cough I had a cough but it was nothing I've had coughs way worse so I was just very thankful that it didn't get worse
0: yeah yeah you know, it's always hard when you when, when you have a bad cough and then trying to get your voice back and everything. It just is not,
1: it's, yeah, a whole, it's a whole mess. Yes, I'm really, I'm really glad. I'm really thankful that my cough never got to that point. It was just a regular cough. I, I'm still coughing a little bit now, but I did go to the doctor and... They do say that some symptoms linger on for a little bit, but it's more of like a, you got a little tickle in your throat type of cough. Nothing serious. Okay. I did lose my taste and my smell for about two days, so that was
0: interesting to Wow. <laughs> That's something. If I lost the smell of Reese's, I don't know what I would do.
1: <laughs> yeah, actually, the way I found out that I lost my taste was because I was putting like vapor rub on me and I'm like, Huh, I can't smell this. Yeah,
0: that stuff is strong. Yeah. I can smell that. So I ran
1: <laughs> to go get takis, which are like these really spicy chips that have a lot of taste to them. And I couldn't taste it. And I'm like, Oh yeah, it's gone. But <laughs> oh, thankfully it came back two days later.
0: So Yes. Oh my god. The being able to taste food, I mean I don't that's life. Yeah. Yeah, like what you were saying about how, when I asked you what, what is one thing you would want to do after quarantine is over, kind of feeling that same way, which is I've now appreciated more of just being outside and just enjoying nature. Like I'm right now outside sitting on the deck and just looking at the sky, at the blue sky and the trees around me, being with nature, and it's just so peaceful.
1: Yeah, that's something that we've done a lot too lately is just be outside, even if it's just throwing a picnic blanket on the grass. I've had picnics with friends, you know, trying to avoid being inside. You know, I, th- I think we just have to make the best of it, right? I mean, we've been going through We really through do. This. We got nothing
0: else. We, got, we have nothing else to do but make the best of it. Yeah. 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 So we just got to enjoy what little we have because a lot of people have way less than us we just have to remember that, that is there are people that have it worse and just my friend in Argentina she had a blackout in Argentina while COVID is going on over there wow. it's like when you think life is bad you just never know wow you just never yeah, know that's true that is very true so to end it off what advice would you give someone who has just been diagnosed with the coronavirus or has it right now? Oh my
1: gosh. First of all, I would give them a hug kind of distantly. No, I think that, um, <laughs> that's one of the things though. I would let them know like they're not alone. I think people feel really alone when they get this because not only do you have to quarantine and isolate which makes people feel lonely you know and so i would just check up on that person and i would tell them to just not let themselves get so anxious about it all to definitely not read the news don't look up on google anything about COVID-19 when you have COVID-19 like we know this already but for some reason we still do it so I would tell that person to stay away from social media and just kind of do things that they enjoy you know if they're up for it watch funny shows very light-hearted things you know focus on them color you know I try doing yoga I try to remain active throughout it all um, there was definitely days where I just wanted to sleep all day. I worked from home the entire time. I think I took like half a day off because I just was never sick enough to not work. But I would just say keep busy. And I would tell that person to buy an Oximeter. That helped me so much just for uh, peace of mind. Because they say one of the things that kind of is sucky, well, out of many things, with COVID, sometimes you can lose oxygen really fast and so twice a day I would check my oxygen and my pulse just for peace of mind to know that I'm okay and I'm doing well and my husband and I would do it every day twice a day and also I would check my temperature twice a day and one thing that I did is I would write my symptoms down every single day. I would write my am symptoms and my pm symptoms it's not only good to know but also to go back and then if you do have to end up going to the doctor you know what you went through and you can kind of remember because the symptoms vary so much and it's hard to keep track of it all so I would definitely tell them to write it down and just to talk a lot with family and do things that make you feel good and happy
0: I love that I love that. Thank you for joining me, Paola. Thanks for having me. (laughs) Yes. And for the rest of you, see you back here next Monday. Stay safe and be well. Thank you.